This is Things You Might Have Heard for Tuesday, July the 4th, 2023. It is Independence Day, and we will talk Independence Day coming soon. But first, let's talk about this. We're going to provide for you nine stories. Yes, we're overdoing it today. Nine stories that you deem as conversational as tops in information, politics, current events, and pop culture for the morning year. Go to Supplemental Source for News. Both mainstream and unconventional news is us at The Conversation Project. And things you might have heard, it's just one example of things we produce here for you for that. Now, stop by our feeds and learn about all that stuff so you can know how you actually pick the stories so we sell you what stories are conversational, or you tell us, basically, on that works. You can go to our website, thisisaconversationproject.com, for more details on how those things work. Or stick around for after the headlines. We'll give you exactly the rundown how that works. Do some sales stuff and have some fun stuff at the end. We always do fun stuff at the end, so that's your incentive to stick around. You get dessert if you finish all your dinner. Right now, let's get into the stories for today. Nine stories, overdoing it a bit uh, for today, that are vetted by you out there and then curated by me into this here thing. Today again, Tuesday, July 4th, 2023. Story number one has this headline. Trump pushed Arizona Governor Ducey to overturn 2020 election results. We know that Trump had, Trump had a um, nice little call with the um, folks in Georgia trying to look for those 100,000 plus one votes that weren't exactly there. So they have one more vote so they could actually win the election because, of course, they won the Georgia and they just had to find those votes. They're out there someplace under somebody's bed and a bag in the back of the closet someplace. Those votes were there. Similar phone call happened with the Arizona Governor Doug Ducey overturning the results or trying to for the 2020 election for Arizona. Um Basically, Pence was supposed to be wrapped in this thing, but he didn't quite follow along. He, in interviews, said he didn't quite remember this going down the way people are showing this. And what's really weird is Ducey is saying this in a uh, reporting um, uh, that um, it's basically a copy-paste article of past two years saying what's happening. The governor stood by the decision to certify the election. Uh, and there's no tape, unlike the other case. This is a little bit weird. And I think people just need something to talk about Donald Trump other than that weird video that DeSantis put out yesterday, which bringing up weird three times in a row is really weird. Uh, but this is another story that goes into the fact that how well Trump was pushing to win the last election especially by non-design that is basically cheating we shall see how this thing plays out apparently it's real enough that people are talking about it, especially folks in arizona are bringing this up but we'll see how this details and all the other things that are trumpy and the presidential elections both past and now i guess present or future since election is not exactly until next november Second headline, two of some tragic teen stories. First one, two teens killed in separate incidents while subway surfing in New York City. Instagram is having a new sort of life and love with a new, um, I, I, I guess it's a prank, it's a trick, it's a trend, whatever you call it, where uh, teens are litting and riding on subway cars, just like back in the day when, you know, this is sidebar for a second. If you remember the movie, The Program, and you have to be, you know, my age and maybe a little bit younger to remember that movie program. It was about college football players or actually about high school football players, actually. And just crazy things happening in in football. And there was a scene that they cut from the movie uh, going forward where there were teens that were laying in the middle of the floor middle of the road on the on the yellow lines of the road as cars drove by because, you know, they're young and they're fearless and they're football players. Apparently, a bunch of folks did that stuff and they had to take out the movie because people got hurt. Of course, 
years prior, when the first Ninja Turtles came out in the, in the theaters, there were plenty of kids crawling in the sewers, wandering around looking for turtles. Now, I will say, I have to raise my hand, uh, as a child, I basically crawled in the sewer and wandered around as well. Not because of Ninja Turtles, because just being a dumb kid. So they took those things <laughs> out of context. Here's another thing out of context. It's dangerous because of the Instagram and people just trying stuff. Uh, two teens are in separate incidents on subway surfing in New York City. Go to the link and go deeper into the actual story. The blame is being put on Instagram feeds and things, doing things for the gram. Uh, it's it's just, it's tragic and it's dumb. And so you have to kind of get into that one. And if you have teenagers or young impressionable people nearby you that are doing really cool things for the gram, talk to them today. This one, a bit better, but maybe not. Texas teen missing for more than eight years found alive. Rudy Ferraris, a Texas teenager who went missing eight years ago, has been located safe and is recovering in a hospital. He was found in a church about eight miles from where he lived in Houston. An investigation from Texas Equal Search helped find Ferraris. Now, the family members uh, say he suffered from depression, particularly after he lost an elder brother to a motorcycle accident years ago. And they don't suspect foul play, but at the moment of we, us pulling this article, he was still unresponsive. He was still basically unconscious when they found him. We don't know details, no updates to this story yet, as a lot of other stories popped in to get in the way of updates to this one. Hopefully, we get an update on this one in a day or so and know more about the young man now, now found, hopefully doing much better soon. Next story, our two stories are together. And we talked about, te well, we actually teased this one tomorrow. Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken, flops at box office, marking low for DreamWorks. We add to that the pain of the weekend, which is box office, colon, Indiana Jones and the Dow Destiny cursed with $60 million domestic opening. We told you yesterday that it opened at number one at $60 million, a very low opening uh, for the 4th of July weekend, even though the 4th is so far from the weekend, it sort of throws things off. It may be part of the problem. The other part of the problem is the movies that were released this week, Indiana Jones, while very well hyped, was not exactly really wanted. And the Ruby Gilman one, which my daughter said she was looking forward to and was happy we got a chance to see, also wasn't very well promoted outside of, you know, our little circle of stuff because my daughter wanted to see it. She kept pushing it. I didn't see it very many places. It also was just an okay movie. Um, spoiler alert, it's essentially a new version of Turning Red, except with, with Asian women, it's with sea monsters. Yes, it's basically that. And Indiana Jones did not see that this weekend, but essentially it was all the things you hated about the doubt of the Crystal Skull and even more. That's what I get from the previews and the reviews I get from that one. Not exactly a great movie, although people are glad to see Harrison Ford, you know, out of the retirement home, just moving around. Didn't want to move around and see this one. It also says something about the demise of both summer blockbusters, where every week something big comes out. This week, not quite the case. And the demise of movie theaters. As I saw a lot of people commenting about the fact that, you know, 25 bucks for a Coke and a popcorn and two of the movie theaters that are nearby me are shut down. So I had to find a place to go see this movie. It's something to be said about that as well. Here's something to be said about that's a little off the beaten path, but we pulled it in, you liked it, and we're going to talk about it. A microscopic handbag smaller than a grain of salt was sold for almost $64,000. A neon Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton tote bag smaller than a grain of salt, that's a quote, sold this week for nearly $63,750. piece was created by Brooklyn Art Collective MSCHF, which you may have known it before, which made headlines in 2021 after releasing sneakers with holy water strapped inside the shoals and Satan shoes containing human blood. 
They're also being sued for those holy water and Satan shoes and other things as well because they use things with, with trademarks and just really, really weird stuff. Note so far, not being sued by Louis Vuitton, but it's not a real Louis Vuitton bag. Obviously, it's a knockoff and it's, you know, really, really small. Somebody wanted to buy it because rich people have too much money. We're just going to say that. Let's move on to the next story. Barbie banned in Vietnam over map disputed South China Sea. For map of disputed South China Seas, say, read it properly and it may take more context. The Barbie movie will not be released in Vietnam because it contains a map depicting China's claim over the disputed pair of two South China, disputed part of the South China Sea. I wish I could repeat that, but you know, this is live, it's recorded, so it is what it is. And Vietnam have been overlapping claims to the resource rich waters. This is going to be something that the producer is saying uh, they kept the plot hidden and didn't give any details to what was going on in the set. So he really couldn't do much research and do much things to make it into the real world about what the real world parts of the Barbie movie is going to be. And Barbie essentially is cheesing off the um, the folks in Vietnam and in China, possibly because it's saying that China owns things that Vietnam has. We shall see if an international incident will be done by Barbie, the woman who has been the president. Uh, airline pilot, an astronaut, and of course, a negotiator. She just, I don't know, maybe she, and she alone can fix this. Bowen Yang stepping away from podcasts for bad bouts of depersonalization. That is a quote. I'm going to read the lines that we have from the editing version so you can kind of get this, and then I'll quickly do some editorializing because this seems like something that's a little bit overly over, but let's get the, the point. The Saturday Night Live star, 32, announced that he will take a short break from his Lost Curiositas podcast due to, quote, bad bouts of depersonalization. The Fire Island actor opened up about being sent to gay conversion therapy by his parents as a teen and how it led to dangerous situations overall. At the time, the comedian shared his experience as the first Chinese-American actor on SNL and one of the first openly gay stars. He admitted that he doesn't feel any added pressure to represent Asian people. Now, uh, depersonalization is essentially a, a, a case where a lot of your, having yourself being in public and having a public figure uh, tends to take out all the things that make you you. You tend to feel like you're literally falling apart as part of the furniture or just on the background as opposed to just being a person out there. We can look up deeper... Uh, um, deeper um, 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 explanations and um, the, um, the word escaped me. It's, a, you know, it's in the dictionary. Deeper definitions of depersonalization and how it goes and how it can come to people. He's saying the work he's doing in his podcast and all the things he's doing, all the things he's soaking in is not helping him. So he's taking a podcast break. Something that you can do. Something I should do more is take breaks from a podcast uh, going forward because those things being being real and dreaming overly real as opposed to playing characters can get to you. And this is a case where it happens. Fortunately, it is a case where my mouth got away from me and I couldn't get the word um, definition out of it while talking. Finally today, as we will mercifully wrap up the headlines, McDonald's customers orders five Grimace shakes. Worker is silenced. This one is a, a funny one, which number one is a thing. Why are TikTokers running around recording themselves ordering fast food all the time? It seems like a waste of time. Until it isn't. And number two, uh, because of the Grimace Shake uh, TikTok trend where people go sip a Grimace Shake and then they are filmed, um, you know, lying on the floor, throwing it up. Uh, it's become a big deal. So one TikToker named that tired chonker it drove to Ed McDonald's 
and ordered five grimace shakes from the drive-thru, in which there was about 17 seconds of silence before the person responded. And they sort of giggled about the fact that, that nobody's talking. They assumed that people in the store were all, you know, kind of grimacing in horror, uh, pun intended, because of the request. Uh, you can go to the link and see the video and see what went down with this one. Now, check out what we have to tease for tomorrow, because we are a bunch of teases. Not exactly a happy story, not exactly something we want to really, you know, really be promoting, but it is where we are right now. Let me explain how teases and the, the, and the feeds work. What we do is we give you headlines every 50 minutes on our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Those are our Facebook and Twitter pages. Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation. And as you visit those pages, checking out your other stuff, you know, checking out your friends and family and other news articles, we have things for you to engage in as well. Engage in them, like them, love them, hate them, share them. Just simply engage in the news stories. And the more engagement story gets, the better chance we have of talking about it on the next day. Yesterday on Monday, we gave you 30 stories we pulled from, and 10 of those stories were in from the whole weekend. Today, we gave you nine. We used to give you eight. So the rest of the week, we'll probably just give you eight stories. We pulled them from the top 15 stories in engagement, so you literally tell us what to talk about. This is one that happened late yesterday after I had basically overbooked stuff for the morning and went off to um, do my normal, you know, Monday ritual of watching wrestling. So I did not pick this one up as it came down. But the headline out of Philly... Four killed, two injured in Philadelphia shooting, police say. Watching the news this morning, that was updated literally about an hour after I pulled this story and put it into the queue to, to feed for today to five killed as another person was found. Um, not exactly in the original canvassing, but as they were checking things out, someone reported another person died and they reported them from the actual shooting. Also, apparently somebody decided to return fire at the guy shooting. So that is a part of this as well, not the main part. The big deal is a man dressed in body armor, having many, many, many clips of ammo, carrying an AR-style weapon and a police scanner, went through a neighborhood in Philly and shot a lot of people up. That's the basics of it. That's the bluntness of it, and that is what it is. Read the story to get the full details. This will definitely be updated throughout the day. This is an extremely sad story on a weekend where extremely sad stories of violence via 4th of July holiday have happened. Now we're going to go to the money sponsors page and you can go to our sponsors page at this is a conversation project.com slash sponsors and visit many of our sponsors who are helping keep this thing keep things going on here what we like you to do today is check out robin hood it is independence day and it's time to do some independence for yourself and make a little money robin hood may have a little bit of you know dust on it from being in one of those old apps but robin Hood's still out there making people money out there for for you the easiest way to get into investing is using the robin hood app now, they have done a lot of things to shore up their business model because, you know, just getting people to buy stocks because stocks aren't going to the moon anymore and just getting people to buy crypto because crypto is pretty much a bad investment. The trendy stuff is done. So now they're doing things on the real things that actual stock market people actually do and allow you to do it on your own. Now, guaranteed, this is not a guarantee. Uh, you can lose money in your investments. Investments do not always go up. So there's number one thing there. But take control of your finances. Put a little bit away. Learn how it works. And, you know, you can 
have some fun with it, if anything. I have my Robinhood account. My, my account for the year is actually up, but I've done some pruning of some bad things, some really bad investments inside of watch some good stuff and, and, and have actually put in a little bit of money into things here or there as things look good, watching my research and I do my own things and taking care of this one. This is not my retirement account. This is just what I use to do some stocks and trading. You can do the same thing at Robinhood and you still get a free stock if you're a new investor. Go to this is a conversationproject.com slash Robinhood. This is a conversationproject.com slash Robinhood and get in there. I would suggest not buying Robinhood stock right now because it's really, really low and not going to turn anytime soon. Me speculating, but getting into the app and getting to other apps while the, the picking is good is right now. So put a little money away into this thing and get yourself better. Take a run for your money with Robinhood. The Conversation Project lives at this is a conversationproject.com where we give you stuff like this. Sometimes better, sometimes worse. Maybe I'm just a little tired because it's been a long weekend and it's only Tuesday and it's still a holiday, but it's been a long weekend as it is. So maybe we're going to be a bit flubbing and we'll probably juice ourselves back up, get some coffee, sip sucks of coffee down before we start the fun stuff. But on a normal day when coherency is here, we tell you about the Conversation Project living at this is a conversationproject.com and the things we provide for you, including this thing here, things you might have heard, plus other things for the weekend as we wrap things up and other projects as well. If you think what we're providing for you is pretty good, we think that the mix of news, which is both irrelevant and serious at times, is good. We can use your help. Number one, we always need you to go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter because you tell us what to talk about. You tell us what stories are conversational. That's how that whole kicker thing works. Of course, share this with friends and family who are also into news or just bossing people around because you can get into news and you obviously boss me around what we talk about. And if you think that what we're doing is a service, then stop by our partnerships page. See if there's a way that we can partner up together and work together on this thing here going forward. We need lots of support and lots of love, if you will, but that thing's here. Of course, you can always just email me what you're requests and your gripes and complaints jclevelandpayne at gmail.com or the conversation pro uh, conversation inbox i'm sorry conversation inbox at gmail.com now take a quick sip for those of you who are just listening to this thing and listening to ram i'm taking a sip so i can compose myself because it's time to have some fun starting off with the birthdays we have for this fourth of july people who are honored to be born literally on the 4th of July include Geraldo Rivera or Jerry Rivers I've been calling lately because that's his actual name hitting the big 8-0 today. What's he doing today? Well, he's probably still on the river since he doesn't have a job to go to on Wednesday or at least not an official job at Fox News as he's out there. But he's out there, you know, being Geraldo and doing the things he does, being a great lover of wine and lover of women and lover of lovers and whatever else he loves. Geraldo Rivera getting much love from us. We love actually, we love some Geraldo. We go back to going into um, Al Capone's vault, vault and finding two bottles there. That's basically our indoctrination to him, but we're giving him much love on this day for his birthday, celebrating the big 80. Congratulations on that one, big guy. Also, congratulations today for Post Malone, um, who, as I say often, um, except for that season's chain songs, because it's like, I don't know, it, it was all over kids pop. I cannot pick out a song that he that he does. Why? Because I'm fifty. I'm four. I call fifty. I'm forty eight, and he's twenty eight, and I shouldn't care. But I do care that he's out there all over the place making good music. 
to the folks who care and um, being Post Malone, making bad movies to the folks who care. He's 28 years old on the day. We care about that. Happy birthday to you, Post Malone. And one of the Obama babies, um, even though her father is uh, um, often touted as being a Muslim who's not from this country, the daughter, Malia Obama, definitely from this country, born on the 4th of July. Happy 25th birthday to you, Malia. Let's move on to the history books, things from history. Oh, that's what the problem is. I didn't hit that button. There we go. So today in history, going back for the 4th of July, way, 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 way back, happening in 1826, former American presidents John Adams and Thomas Jefferson died. Both died on the same day, 4th of July, 50 years to the day after the adoption of the United States Declaration of Independence, the 4th of July. Adams the first and Jefferson both dying in 26, 1826, on the 4th of July. In 1939, Lou Gehrig, recently diagnosed with anthropic large sclerosis, had told a crowd at Yankee Stadium that he considered himself the luckiest man on the face of the earth as he announced his retirement from Major League Baseball. That happened on the 4th of July. Uh, he would be passing fairly soon after that, and essentially they would call anthropic large sclerosis, which is hard for me to say, Lou Gehrig's disease going forward. And in 1966, U.S. President Lyndon B. Johnson signed the Federal Information Act into law in the United States. So weirdly enough, we celebrate the um, FOIA Act on the 4th of July. And this has been the bane of the existence to many folks in government as uh, various members of the just general public can say, we should know this because we should know this because the government did this. Lyndon B. Johnson did a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff good, a lot of stuff with the kind of in the wanky thing. This is a good thing because it keeps the government accountable, but because as a person who used to work for the government, government wanting to be accountable is not exactly the way the government wants to work. They'd rather not be accountable for pretty obvious reasons. Oh, by the way, it's the 4th of July. Canada had their day on the 1st. Today, the United States get to blow stuff up immensely with fireworks. Oh, maybe not fireworks because everybody's using drones. But with um, celebrations, barbecues, and big old shouts out to the world how we are number one. Especially in cases where sometimes we're not exactly number one, we do it anyway. Happy birthday, America. It's about three years to our next big um, rollout, like 250s, and in, in, I think it's in... Um, 2026 or something like that. So we'll talk more about that coming forward. There'll be commemorative coins and things like that and lots of things going on. America as a nation, still one of the youngest, um, stronger nations going out there. Uh, You can say Russia is kind of youngest because it was the Soviet Union went back and forth. You can say some of the smaller nations that were grown out of Russia, which are definitely much, much smaller, uh, still doing their best and trying to thrive. But in the, the current landscape that is the world today, uh, United States holds a very, very unique place as a superpower, as as a nation that should not exist in some cases, and the plucky little guys that stick around. Now, we do have our issues. All families have internal issues, and our family has some issues right now. But somehow, some way, it's better to be here than a whole lot of other places. Happy birthday, America. You earned it. Blow out your candles and have yourself a cold one and um, get yourself some barbecue. Eat a little too much a day, um, even though you actually do have to go back to work, work tomorrow. So don't have too many cold ones, but get yourself one today. Finally, one more thing you might not have heard. The most obese state in the United States is West Virginia with an obesity rate of 40.6. 
That's kind of fat. Kentucky comes close, real close, at 40.3, while Alabama is third, OB State, with 39.9. We talked about all the fast food joints in Alabama. That's why we're third in being fat. Other states with high obesity rates include Oklahoma, Mississippi, Arkansas, where I now live, and Louisiana, where I used to live. So apparently, fatness runs where I run. Congratulations, USA, because we are kind of fat. And that is it for this Independence Day version of Things You Might Not Have Heard. This has been the show for Tuesday, July 4th, 2023. I am Jay Cleveland Payne. I want to thank every single one of you for being with us for this day. We're going to wrap this thing up pretty quickly and get on with our day because it's been one of those days here. So we've got a lot of editing, a lot of things to play around with, a lot of fun stuff with the family and friends to enjoy our Independence Day here for my family. So from the entire More Better Media family and the extended Payne family as well, thank you so much for being a part of the shows and what we do here literally every single day for this thing here and every day throughout from the conversation project. It is a blessing to be a part of what we do here and a blessing to have you guys around with us. Definitely. Uh, make sure you're staying hydrated, staying limber and staying on task. Make sure you are careful around your fireworks and your food. No, no fireworks injuries, no food poisoning, all that stuff. Uh, and you know, if you drink, have a designated driver, make sure you're taking care of or staying very, very, very close to home. Like, drinking at home which i do because i have no friends so i trust no one to drive so i just drink at home and live with my own self that's my problem i'll deal with that on my own in the meantime you stay cool because it's hot out there stay cool because you're cool and join us tomorrow where we'll have um probably another day of mixture of sort of iffy news because it's the fourth and a lot of things aren't happening we're hoping not to have any more big mass shootings or any big violence. There's some things going on in the West Bank. There's there's advances in the Russian war. Uh, there's all sort of weird political intrigue happening. So they may pop up a story here that may make the news anchors get some work in today. But if that happens, we'll have you covered. And you let us know if we're going to talk about it. Because you may want to talk about Joey Chestnut going for the title one more time. And if you do, that's what we do here for the Conversation Project. And things you might not have heard brought to you by More Better Media, L L. See.